Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. And welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. So if you're doing something, just use this as a deep breathing exercise to get really present in your body and in the moment. And if you can, sit down comfortably, place your palms open on your lap, and just begin to close your eyes and breathe with me. As you breathe in, breathe in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. And exhale and release any tension you feel. Breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, release and let go of what doesn't serve you. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being. On the exhale, just release, relax, and sink into your breath, into your breath. Breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Exhale, release, let go. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being. Place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking of one thing you feel grateful for. And as you fill your mind and fill your heart and fill your whole body with pure golden gratitude, exhale, release, and let go. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes, On the exhale, relax and sink a little bit deeper. And breathing in pure golden gratitude through your mind, through your heart, through your core. On the exhale, allow that gratitude to wash over you like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and toes. On the exhale, allow it to wash over you once again, like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being. On the exhale, go ahead and open your eyes. Well, I'm so excited um, to have this person on as our interview for our stories of reinvention today. Can't wait to introduce you to her. Her name is Jill Avery. She's the founder of Life Launch, is a mother of two and an empowerment junkie. For most of Jill's life, she has been coaching, motivating, and empowering others to invest in themselves, to build a solid relationship with themselves, to create meaningful and thriving lives. After obtaining her BA from San Diego State University and an MA from the University of Denver in Speech Communication, Jill worked at Apple for almost a decade in communications for the education marketing departments. Honoring her entrepreneurial spirit and desire to empower others, 
She blazed a variety of paths by creating four businesses in the last 25 years dedicated to empowering others. One of them is an award-winning self-empowerment DVD series for children. Another is called Chin Up, personal fitness training for mind, body, and soul. Another is called Jill Talk, empowerment coaching for individuals and companies. And her latest, well, not her latest, we'll talk about her latest, but her latest, latest, her one before this one she's working on is called Life Launch, an empowerment hub for all ages. Jill's an igniter and an illuminator of one's truth, and I welcome her to the podcast today. Jill, so good to see you and have you on the podcast. Thank you. I'm kind of in that relaxed golden light state that you just put me in. So my gosh, your voice. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. It's such an honor and a pleasure. You know, Jill, I have to say as one of those people, like I I can't remember how you found me, but we got on the phone one day and by the end of the conversation, she was setting me up with one of her friends. I mean, we were—you yeah. <laughs> can't fake that stuff. It was like, oh God, Chris, it's it's been a while. Get to collide with you again. I found you through a girlfriend who said, "Oh my gosh, Jill, this sounds so like you." And uh, it was your "What Now" retreat, and it was actually in 2019. It was 2019, January the last week. I'll never forget it. Because um, I love to try new things. That's kind of what I do. But after uh, speaking with you on the phone, um, there was just no way I was not going to miss it. But what I loved about, is it okay if I talk about the what now just for a second? Of course. Okay, because I kind of feel like it was really, um, even though I'm an igniter, you kind of lit my flame because sometimes we just need that extra little push and that what now the timing for me i was open to it it was so perfect um and it got my juices flowing and meeting with different women and hearing their different stories and realizing that my life was really wow i should be really grateful compared to what some of the challenges people were going through and vice versa it was um i just want to thank you for that i don't know if i ever really thanked you for that because (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that like, my family's probably like, yeah, thanks, Christine, because I was like, came back from that and I started and opened my life launch uh, six months later, like did the curriculum, found the space, furnished it, got the people uh, and, and I was on fire. So um, not to, you know, I don't mean to plug you, but I'm just going to tell you for anyone out there, that really got me to where uh, my moment, my momentum of what I'm doing today. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Oh, Jill, that's beautiful. Thank you. And you know, it doesn't sound like, I mean, it sounds like it was just the perfect little spark of inspiration you needed because you you sound like you've reinvented many different times in your lives. And part of that is just constantly pivoting toward creating the new. And I'd love to focus on that because so many times people find themselves challenged by creating the new. So can you share with our listeners today what it is that sparks that creativity for you? And then what are your first steps? Because you do things really on rapid fire speed too. I've noticed like, yeah, um, just to get back. And I mean, I know I talked to you, I, I, I don't know how I caught wind that you had done the launch the launch program for teens. Yeah, but I, I was like, Oh, my God, that happens so fast. And 
And yeah. it's, it's, it's wonderful that, you know, but I, I'd love for you to share with um, our listeners, what are the components of that, that get you to that place where you're ready? And, and then, you know, how do you get into that creative mode? Well, I think that's a good question. I think it's obviously going to be very different for everybody, but um, I think the beauty of being our age in the 50s, I'm going to say that we have had enough life experience to look back and say what didn't work, some regrets, the things that we wish we had seized the moment. And when you're open to learning from the, the mistakes or the opportunities lost, time for me is so precious. It's such a precious commodity. And I really feel that if I don't do it right now, what it's, it's just not going to happen anymore. So I'm kind of, I've always been driven and that's even since I was a little girl, that has been kind of my, my MO is that I have, I love working with people. And for some reason I can see and feel their potential. And so I'm kind of that person, if, if the person doesn't have that kind of self-starter in them, I will find the self-starter in them and we will get you on your path. So uh, the steps that I take is that I, you know, this sounds kind of, you know, I don't know, people get kind of tired of hearing like, oh, I'm in alignment with my heart and my soul. But that is huge major truth. Okay. That's when you are actually in alignment with what you love, with what your innate gifts and strengths and talents are, things open up. The Red Sea is parted. It's like the, the universe kind of opens up opportunities. And that's what's kind of happened with me is that all of my businesses were about empowering people, didn't matter what age. And it just kind of started snowballing and morphing into where I needed to be at that, that time in my life. Because I was at Apple for 10 years in the marketing department and um, I was doing, you know, push-ups in my office and I would be squatting and I would be doing lunges to the copier. And people said to me back then, they say, Jill, why are you here? You are so, you know, you get people excited, you get people feeling good about themselves. And so after 10 years, I left Apple and that's when I started all this empowerment stuff. So you got to be in alignment. You have to really be honest with yourself on what you love and not worry about the paycheck. I know that sounds scary and it is many scary days, many scary yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I completely um, agree with that. And also I think that there's a piece of this part of life where, you know, you kind of in your twenties, you sort of value different things. And then in your thirties, you, you, grow up a little more and your values change. And then again, in your forties, your values change again. And in your fifties, you really have different values than you did when you were younger. And I think um, one of the things I, I think is really powerful is when people take the, the time to focus on trying to get to that inner wisdom that is within all of us, because let's face it, you know, it, you really, we could really um, be our own therapist if we could only get to that inner wisdom. And, and that's how I talk about what you're talking about in alignment with soul is really doing the soul inquiry about asking the questions of yourself to dive deep into you, to take that time to learn who you are now, because who you are now after living the life that you've lived is different. And so many people, especially in their forties and fifties have gone through some kind of life trauma and change where you know, I, I call it like it's a crisis um, of your identity. 
you know, your, your identity goes through a complete annihilation. Now, when that happens, like oftentimes we don't feel the most confident that we've ever felt when we come out of that. In fact, we feel very much like we're born again and almost like we're wobbly chilled. We're like a wobbly baby on a wobbly yeah. deer on wobbly legs. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. And so I love that, you know, that you point to that. And I point to that too, is that, you know, it's, it's a time in your life when you feel that way to rediscover who you are and to do the work, you know, I mean, let's face it. It's not, it doesn't just come to you unless you focus on it. Right. That's why hiring a life coach, doing a program like you're going to be offering, doing my program, um, which are all empowerment programs. They're yeah, all about absolutely. personal growth and personal discovery. And I don't know about you, but probably my greatest path in life has always been about honoring who I am and learning who I am. It's kind of a weird thing, huh? Right. That we have to discover who we are, that we have to rediscover who we are to get in touch with that alignment with the soul, with the, the passion and the purpose that we feel that comes from our soul. But you're right. You know, when you say that's really the path, that's, that's, that's what we need to do in order to have things unfold for us. And I, I love how you point to that. Tell us about your um, first, I want to hear about this launch program you have for teens. Cause I really loved what, you know, I love what you're doing there and mm -hmm. is so needed. And then I'd love for you to talk about your new program, which will probably just be coming out about the time that this um, episode is launched. Yes. So Excellent. it'll be perfect timing for people to check it out. So yeah. Tell us about those two things, the, the launch and then your new program called tap. Okay. So, well, thank you. So life launch is a, um, it came to me when I have children and over the years, you know, you're driving your kids to school and I just noticed the abundance of depression of these kids, their body language, the backpacks, the, I mean, no life in their face. And I, I'm a class of 82 graduating high school in 82 and yeah, high school wasn't always great, but I always, it was never like this, the, the, the drudgery and the anxiety and the depression and the panic attacks and the, the high pressure. And I, for all of those years, when my, when my last child launched, which was, she graduated from high school, my last child in 2019, I said, I'm going to open up a place for teens and even college, uh, that will let them come catch their breath, get their footing, have an exhale, manage their what's on their plate, don't add to it and teach them self essentials, life essentials, because the bottom line is what you just said. There is no other path and we are not taught that we're taught to go seek and go find and all these external things. And so when these kids came, I, I decorated it like a Zen den. I mean, it's all these beautiful tapestries. This one is like the beach. Everything is mother earth. And when they come in, they literally exhale. And I built a curriculum around it of my uh, of my own. But what the kids want is they want they want to connect. They want to connect. They don't know who they are because they're kind of taking what their parents want, and what the school wants, and what society, and they're comparing themselves to their friends. And I'm just going to say it: suicide is the second leading cause of death in ages 10 to 24. And that's when I said I'm not. I'm going to be a part of the solution. So I have kids and. Hey, they come from good families. These are not, oh, that's so, I'm so sorry for Johnny's family. No, these are families that 
no one talks about it. It's like a dirty little secret. And when I have a fire station across from me and I talk to the fire guys and they said, yeah, attempted suicide is the, the most frequent call. So Life Launch is a place for them to feel they belong, to connect, and to grow. From the, And that's kind of, I always tell them, these are not teen skills. These are life skills. So they really, they love it. But COVID, it's made it very challenging. But when I realized that the parents started wanting to chat with me, and I realized that I'm also a hypnotherapist, a certified hypnotherapist, then I realized that, you know what, I'm really doing self-empowerment for life. That's what I'm doing. So I decided to take all of my stuff and turn it into, I call it the the, uh, TAP series, Take Action Plan, Self-Empowerment for Life. And I'm doing an online course. Um, But it will be me once a month doing live webinars and and getting people, you know, I want to hold your hand and I want to shove you and I want to push you. And, uh, but it's all about you. It's just all about you. Your life is an inside job and you can't escape it. So let's dive in and let's do it. So that's my story. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And um, and so you've never really felt that feeling of just complete, like an utter not knowing what to do next or that feeling doesn't really panic you probably. You just know that that's like, that's a time of, of creative inquiry. Is that how you usually treat that time in your life? Yeah, you know, I... I definitely have had, I'm as human as everybody else. And I have had days where I've thought, what am I doing? Maybe I should go back to Apple, get the steady paycheck, get the, you know, just forget it and have my vacation time. And, and that every time I talk about that, every time I I talk about forfeiting my alignment, death to my soul, I can feel it. I can feel like I I, I die. So I'm like, yeah, you know what, Jill? you're 56, you know too much now, you are here to, to bring forth what you got. So, and anything that you do, you're going to find bad days. So you might as well pick something that you really believe in and that you really is your truth because you're going to have bad days no matter what, what you choose. So be in it to try to, I don't want to say try to love it because I, I always feel that pressure of find your passion. That I don't know if I'm even passionate. I just feel like I'm in a, I, it's just my, my truth. It's like, I just, it's what I'm really good in. It's what I, what's what I'm here to do is to shepherd and inspire and empower. So, but I think that in and of itself is what you're passionate about. Yeah. And so that, that's like your life purpose is to do that. And so that all the things, all the activities, the different programs that you create they come from that deeper desire to serve and to empower others. And, and that is a true life purpose. You know, when you, when you can say that I'm here to empower and to serve others, I mean, I think that's, you know, that means you can do it at home with your kids. You can do it anywhere. You can do it at the grocery store, you know, and I always say people are on life purpose when they can make a statement about who they are. Mine is that I'm divine light and love and that I can be divine light and love at the grocery store. I can be divine light and love in, in the capacity of a teacher. I can be divine light and love in the capacity of being a grandmother or however, you know, it, it's who I am. And so I, you know, I love that, you know, that's who you are. And so I think that the part that we always have to ignite to is that the deeper meaning for our lives comes from a very, Um, deep understanding of who we are. And I think what's beautiful about your program and my program too, is that 
it's a deep dive into figuring that out, you know, and it's such a beautiful thing when you see somebody light up when they really realize what they are truly passionate about. You know, I, I, we both know, um, you probably know Jeannie Douglas. She's, she was on the podcast too, um, on one of my earlier interviews for her name is very familiar. You have so many great people. Sandy, Sandy. Yes. 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 So, um, I remember the day when she realized that her life, like the moment when she realized her life purpose was to do art, to give joy to others, you know, and I, and it was like the light that came on in her and lit her up. And and I watched her art just evolve so incredibly beautifully over the years as, as she just continues to dive deeper into that life purpose of bringing joy to others through her art, you know, and you can feel it. Yeah. And I, I feel that with you. Like I, I feel this deep intention and this deep kindness and this deep level of knowing, you know, that that's what you're here to do. And, and I, what I want our listeners to really understand is that 99% of the population doesn't really live to their purpose. And it's really sad because when you don't live to your purpose, you always have that emptiness. You have that feeling of there's something more that I'm not doing. There's something more to life. You always have that deep, like feeling of what is it that I'm missing? And I think when you figure that out, when you really, really figure out where your life energy is best spent in service to others, or it might be something else, you know, not everyone has that kind of life purpose. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's but journey. It's like people always get caught into it, it's such a process. It's it's not an overnight thing. It's kind of like you're talking about Jeannie, you know, with this art. It's but what's so great is that you get to enjoy the unfoldings of it because you're you're kind of you're in it for all the right reasons. And but it's it's like this perpetual arrival, you know, this ever evolving, this ever adapting. And um, and it like you said, it from your 20s to your 30s to your 40s to your, it changes all the time. And it's, that's what keeps it exciting and, and keeps it moving. It keeps things in flow, you know, is is that there's a guy that, um don't know his name. I think it's yeah, Brendan Burchard. I remember, I, and I don't know why I just thought about it, but I thought about it because you just said something that triggered it. I think he has like those three sentences, like, did I love, I think on your deathbed or, you know, your, your, your last breath and you realize you're going to be departing, you know, you ask, you really want to know, did I love, did I live and did I matter? And when you think about those three things, they really, they really keep you on your path. And I think about that all the time. You know, I think I can't believe I didn't really, I'm so glad you knew his name. Of course you would know his name. Yeah, he's dear. He's such a dear, dear, um, dear person, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, no. He impacted me. Yeah. Those, those sentences, I, years ago, I read that years ago. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you know this, but um, when three years before Richard died, he wrote me this letter on our anniversary and, um, and it was answering the question, if you had an hour to live and you could make one phone call, who would it be to? What would you say? And why are you waiting? And I think, you know, that also speaks to really being able to get super clear on what it is you value. 
yeah. you know, because you're not on your deathbed. And he, he pointed to this in his letter to me. And I, I published it back to him as a book called An Hour to Live, An Hour to Love after he passed because um, I, fig I figured he just wrote his best. Chills. Give me best, chills. Yeah, his best tribute. Um, because in that 37-page love letter to me and really to our girls, he spoke of everything that mattered to him. <clears throat> and, I, and he did that as an exercise. He did that as his own exercise proposed by Stephen Levine in the book A Year to Live. And it's such a powerful exercise. It's, it's if you can sit down and really think about in your dying moment, in your last breath, your last hour of life, what would matter to you? Yeah. And I guarantee it wouldn't be that you needed to lose five pounds. It wouldn't be the, the, the disagreement that you're in with so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be that your kids scratched your coffee table yesterday. <laughs> it wouldn't be, you know, the broken glass. It, wouldn't, it probably wouldn't even be that you lost your job. You know, it, it would be your family and how yeah. did you serve and how did you, what would people, what, what kind of footprint did you leave on the planet? And I, I thank you so much for pointing to that because that yeah. is such a powerful exercise for everyone to do, to really honor what they value most. And when you live yeah. on value, you know, onto it, when your actions align with your values, it's the same thing as aligning with your soul because your soul knows what's true for you. And yeah, you, I, I just, you can feel it. You, you, you know, you, yeah. you know, you can be in denial. It's like when there's, there's that old adage too, that freedom defined as freedom denied. And it's that same kind of thing of, you know, we have all of these ideals and these ideas of what, what it should be and how we should live. And, and it's just, it's so trapping. And when you talk about taking, when we were, you know, both of us about the last breath, I always tell my, my launchers here, I always say, but you are dying. Okay. You, you know, you don't have to wait for that diagnosis. You're here for a very short time and you don't, you're not promised uh, a tomorrow you have right now. That's all you got. And I like that's, that's how I operate is like, I, I have right now. And that's my program is like, you got to make sure you protect the quality of your now because it determines your future. So if you want a great future, then you got to get busy with the right now. And the kids, they really get that. So don't wait to be kind to your parents. Don't wait to be, you know, compassionate to your teachers. You know, you, you, it's right now. So that's why I called my program, what now instead of what next. <laughs> What yeah. now? <laughs> yeah. The same reason. Well, Jill, it's just been a pleasure to um, speak with you on the podcast today. And I want you to um, let people know how they can reach you and find you. And I'm just so excited for you. What a, what thank a, you. thank you for the beautiful testimonial for the What Now Retreat and Program, too. I really appreciate that coming from you. And, um, and I'm so glad that, you know, I played a very small role in being that little minor, little spark of inspiration for you. You, you absolutely brought the kindling to my, to my fire. Like you, you did. No, you just did. And it was, it was really what kicked me off. And um, so I, I, people can reach me um, at my website, um, lifelaunch.us. So it's not.com, it's .us, lifelaunch.us. And my, my, my cell phone number is on there. Um, 
So everything is reachable there, but I, I, uh, I want to thank you. I want to say this, it takes a village. It takes uh, ignited participatory people. You can't do these things alone. It's more fun to do it together. So thank you for, you know, lifting me and, and sharing what I do to the world too. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for um, sharing, you know, your many stories of reinvention. You know, you're an inspiration. (laughs) I mean, a total inspiration and a deep wise soul. Um, When we sat in a circle together at the What Now Retreat, I just remember not knowing all this other stuff about you, but I could tell that you were very evolved. Like I felt this deep evolved woman and I loved that. And thank you. um, I've always felt you were a sister, you know, from the first moment we ever talked on the phone. I was like, oh my God, this is a friend. <laughs> yeah, it was really, it just, like you said, you can't fake connection. It's the way it is. So I'm sure yeah. we've traveled. We've traveled in the other life. I, I believe so. <laughs> I'm sure we have. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening today. Come back again. Don't sweat the small stuff. Live the big stuff. And find your passion. Find your joy. Reclaim your joy. Thank you so much for listening. Christine Carlson invites you to rediscover who you are now, find a sense of renewed purpose, and reveal your most vibrant self by joining her popular What Now program. Whether you're a new empty nester, transitioning in your career, recently heartbroken or divorced, undergoing the body and hormone changes of midlife, or just feeling void of everyday passion, it's easy to feel stuck and disengaged. This is why Christine created a six-week mentorship program just for you. The What Now course offering will lead you through the waves of change and transition to get you unstuck from the mundane of daily life, making it easier for you to find passion and ease. Each week's lesson is offered as an online audio teaching, so you can listen anytime and anywhere. Each teaching is accompanied by an in-depth workbook to make the learning deep, profound and enjoyable as you embark on a new chapter in your journey. There's no better way to take your what now and use it to awaken your most vibrant life of joy. Register today at christinecarlson.com forward slash vibrant life.